Online Broadcast Network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries and your number one source for after-show entertainment. TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Buzzers, and welcome to another Secrets and Lies after show. Tonight we are talking about season one, episode four, The Sister. The Sister. Sister, sister. <laughs> and before we dive on into that, oh, I want to make sure all y'all are subscribed to our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash TV. You can also find all of the podcasts on iTunes and SoundCloud. And throughout the week, make sure you're commenting, subscribing, rating, you name it. We want to talk to you guys about the show. I'm Lauren Salon, and you can find me on Twitter at Lauren Salon, and I'm joined tonight by April Wisenhant and Sterling Cates. Where can everyone find you guys on Twitter? Y'all can find me at April Wisenhant. And I'm at Sterling Cates. Awesome. So, what did we think? Initial gut reactions of tonight's episode. Different. Yes. Then they've been putting out the rest of the season. Yeah, and a little unexpected with the whole... Sister brother situation. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that we'll talk about. I, I think there were a lot of unexpected things, definitely, from mm-hmm. the last few weeks that we've seen. Like different twists, new characters, which we kind of thought maybe we were going to see some new people yeah. last week. We kind of thought this week would be the week to bring in new characters. And yeah, I'd say it was definitely a, a different pace, too, with mm-hmm. Ben kind of being Mr. Investigator. I think he's crazy. Yeah, I just think he seems so, like, kind of like a lunatic more and more each episode. Yeah. Yeah. Because he's so paranoid about everything. And that definitely escalated from the beginning of the episode, I think, throughout. You know, Mm -hmm. things getting a little bit crazier and a little bit weirder, and people who are on his side getting a little more concerned with how he's, how erratic he's behaving. And of course, when you're basically accused of murder and everyone pretty much thinks that you did it, I mean... Who's to say I wouldn't be doing the exact mm-hmm. same thing? Because you, of course, want to take the blame off of you and want to give them another suspect. Right. So right. it's just kind of... I think it's but natural, I, but he's taking it too far. Yeah, exactly. but I feel like the more fingers he's pointing, it looks more suspicious yeah. for him. Because he's like, if it's not him, then he shouldn't be like trying to point right. pointing it at someone else. Well, mm-hmm. And something that we noticed, or they told us in last week's episode, and I'm sure if anyone watches any other crime TV, they say all the time, they're like, well, a lot of times in these children, you know, cases involving children, mm-hmm. the, the suspect or the person who did it kind of gets involved in the investigation in some way. So mm-hmm. that was mentioned last episode, and then we see Ben like, going full in to trying to find who the real bad guy is. Exactly. I think it can kind of come off as making him look a little more guilty than he means it to. I don't think he meant for people to find out that he was investigating them at first. Like, he wanted more information. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, when it comes down to it, of course it's going to come out. Right. And I think it just makes him kind of look a little more suspicious. Yeah. And especially because I think in the beginning, you know, he he wasn't kind of coming out and just flat out denying it and being Mm -hmm. really kind of that 
sympathetic, innocent person that you would expect. He was kind of put in ups and guards and doing things that were suspicious. Yeah. Right. And he's definitely not making a lot of smart moves. Mm -hmm. Like, especially in the Richardson household, and I guess we'll go into that later, but, you know, it's just like, he's not acting very intelligently. Right. Yes. Right. Yeah, so why don't we, that's the big the big nugget, Shabazz. I guess, this, this week is the Richardsons. And we start off seeing them in the very beginning of the mm-hmm. episode. Um, the you know husband and wife are out on the street there arguing about something. We don't really know what's going on. They've it's got like that teddy little bear teddy bear thing. Yeah, and then they run inside and Ben's kind of... Okay, yeah. that was weird, but. but there's but there's also the music coming from the room above the garage or whatever that is, oh, and then yeah. it stops suddenly. Was that in their and house? No one, it look, I thought it was because I thought or they were across the street. I thought it was, but I might be wrong. I thought they were in the driveway okay. of where that window was, but maybe it was across the street. I don't know, but it like it stopped suddenly, and then. We never really like went back to that, right? Yeah. yeah. So who knows? I, yeah, I don't know. I don't who, think it would have included the same that house. otherwise. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. But that's definitely something weird going on there, and yeah. I'm not sure who whose house exactly Me that is. But I'm sure they'll show us next week. Yeah. But yeah. So we've got um, Mr. and Mrs. Richardson out there arguing, Richardson. right? And then, <laughs> and then later Ben goes and kind of confronts. Vanessa and ask, is asking what happened and you know oh I th- I thought I saw that stuffed animal mm-hmm. on um, Tom's grave you know at the the sh- memorial area mm-hmm. for Tom and she says yeah but it's not supposed to be his it was their son Malcolm's mm-hmm. who she says was taken from them yeah. and so he kind of starts to pry into that did you guys think when he was first sitting there with her that stuff was kind of weird or yeah, she was definitely like something was going on with her. But Ben was over there because he found out that she covered for Nat when she was babysitting right, right, Tom. Yeah, right. So that's the whole point of his visit. And so the fact that it, she was kind of suspicious, it's uh, are they kind of insinuating that she could be involved or mm-hmm. the family is? But yeah, I, I, I didn't expect them to find or him to find anything whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Obviously, it was weird because she was kind of emotional or crying ish. Yeah. And then he's like, are you OK? When he walks in, but I definitely wasn't expecting. Yeah, and I, I totally kid. love that. But yeah, he's there because, you know, Mrs. Richardson covered for Nat when she wanted to go to that concert, and he starts finding weird stuff. He's looking through. Well, it's her son Malcolm's birthday, so mm-hmm. that's why it, maybe it's a little bit raw, and maybe that's why they're arguing. You know, had the stuffed animal in the first place out and about, and then Ben finds this whole box full of really incriminating stuff, you know, mm-hmm. like um, records of abuse and the photos of their son with all these bruises all over him and kind of, you know, he's still, he's trying to pry there and definitely right. sees them as potential suspects or somebody involved because they've already lied with, you know, helping Nat cover up the concert thing. So right. it's puts a lot of suspicion yeah. on them, too. So those pictures and the files are just kind of sitting out there in the living room. Yeah. Granted, she wasn't expecting his visit and right. maybe she could have hid them, but to leave the room while they're just sitting yeah, there. Yeah, that seems weird. really weird. Like, I feel like she was going through them because it's his birthday, right. you know, for kind of like having a little memory moment. Yeah. But so weird to leave those out, especially yeah. since they went through all that effort, as we to see, cover to cover up what happened and who they are, that you wouldn't you know, leave prob- that out. She probably wasn't thinking that he would go through, look through the stuff. That's true. But and also, when you're innocent, you have. I mean, obviously, they want to cover whatever happened up. But when you're innocent, you have no reason to care if someone looks at it. I mean, maybe she probably wasn't thinking he would take it and run. But 
I mean, really, when it comes to the case of their son, they have nothing to hide. It's mm-hmm. some other stuff that they have reason to yeah. hide. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. So why don't we, let's jump to, to Nat. So we already said Nat was, that was the reason why Ben goes over there to figure out, like, why did this lady, which I think is super weird, for mm-hmm. one, for a neighbor woman to, you know, not check with the parents. Like, her, she's babysitting Tom and gets this neighbor to watch Tom for her. Right. And I would think that's a little weird. From the parent perspective, you'd probably call the parents and make sure that's okay or something, yeah. you know? Right. Well, especially the, Tom's mother, mm-hmm. like with Jess. Yeah, like, make sure it's okay there. Parents. That way Jess yeah. would at least know. Right? Like, I don't know if she would necessarily need to ask Ben but at least the the child's right, mother. Right, right. You know, yeah, that so that, that seems a little weird. So, yeah. But yeah, so we start off really with um, Cornell comes to the door and Ben, as we see, he didn't go on his run at his normal time. He's going a little bit later to kind of mix things up because mm-hmm. anytime he goes on his run, he's like, Cornell comes to the house. So Every I'm going to, she's watching my routine. <laughs> so I'm going to mix it up so I can intercept her because as we've seen, Christy is a little more, you know, open with sharing the information right. and doesn't always check with Ben before ta- just, you know, giving Cornell all the receipts or something. <laughs> and yeah, so Cornell comes by and says she is there for Nat, actually. So that's where we get this big reveal. You know, Cornell is questioning her about where she was two nights before Tom was killed. Right. And that's where we learn that she wasn't. In fact, babysitting and Mrs. Robertson was kind of covering for her and um, so that she could go to the concert. And that with that kind of situation, you know, I am still very doubtful of Nat personally, but both Ben and Christy felt very you yeah. know, confident in her that she's mm-hmm. not involved. Well, it's it's sketchy too that she said that she was at the concert with her boyfriend when we find out that she was actually there with Dave. Right. Yeah. And so, you know, when the cop is there, when the detective is asking you these questions and you're gonna and they already know the truth, they're just asking you, like, why wouldn't she go ahead and say right, it was Dave or whatever, not her boyfriend. Mm-hmm. So. Maybe she didn't wanna throw another stone at Dave right now with all the heat between him and Ben, but I don't know, kind of a dumb move. I know. I always feel like when you're getting questioned by the cops because you for lying in the first place, just come clean with all of it. Like, don't keep lying on top of it because they're just going to figure it out or they already know, like you said. I feel like she already knows. The detective already knows everything. Like, even with... Every information, every question she asks, I feel like she already knows. Anything. Exactly, but she didn't say that anything about it not being Cooper, right? At that moment, no, she said it she, later right. to, mm-hmm. to Ben and the police department. Oh yeah, because they yeah. kind of like they ran away or whenever they she said that they were like what, and then she left the room. Yeah, she left the room. Yeah. Okay. So and here I think with that too, and with later when Ben goes down to the station, she I feel like she's being so antagonistic, like dropping these little like well, this is what was really happening right in front of them and not staying for the whole conversation of, like, what do you mean? And then she's just like, I'm out. <laughs> yeah. Throwing that at you. <laughs> she and I'm going to let you sneaks off. stew on it. Yeah. yeah. I feel like she was very, like, antagonistic, I guess, this, yeah. this episode, too. Um, so, yeah, so we've got Nat is confronted with Cornell, that sort of thing. And then Ben and Abby decide to... So when Ben was running earlier, he, you know, he's still beat up from last episode and he runs in and Mr. Richardson offers to look at it later. Mm -hmm. And Mr. Richardson, we learn, is a pediatrician who apparently is the town's main pediatrician. So everyone's kids go there. Yeah, it was Tom's doctor as well. So even weirder stuff coming up with this couple. And so Ben decides to swing on through there to kind of 
investigate things a little bit and um, kind of suggests, like, you know, he says uh, the police say that it could have been a neighbor or something. So, you know, Ben's definitely thinking that they had something to do with it. And uh, Mr. Richardson starts asking, well, did you know if Tom was your son and things like that? And, um, you know, they start talking a little bit about Malcolm. And Mr. Richardson says, no, he wasn't taken. He died. Yeah, so that was the weird thing that that Mrs. Richardson said, that he was taken from us and blah, 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 which we find out later is true, but, like, didn't mention that he was that he had died. Right. Yeah. So that he, so he but didn't you kind even of, acknowledge it. Yeah. You kind of assume yeah. that's right. what happened. Well, especially after you see the pictures, yeah. you kind of assume right. that yeah. he died in some weird way. But then with Mr. Richardson saying, no, he died, you know, it seems, again, they're not totally being straight on something. So mm-hmm. something weird happened, which I think they did a good job this whole episode of really painting them as suspects. Yeah. Yeah. I think that that's kind of where they're going to go from now on is kind of painting the picture of people as suspects and then being like, oh, wait, it's not them. Right. At the end of it. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. But these, I don't know. There was something about them the whole time that I was like, I think that they're creepy and something's going on, but I don't think they, like, beat their son and murdered him. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I thought it would just be maybe something, someone else, you know, their son was taken in a similar way or mm-hmm. so maybe someone else did it but they know who yeah. perhaps or you know I wasn't really sure I just and I think we've also gotten used to them putting new suspects and in then, our face and every then, week and yeah. then kind of turning that off at right. the end of the episode so I was like oh I bet these guys are just a trick too yeah. <laughs> <laughs> can't fool wanna, me yeah. <laughs> yeah so they kind of leave that situation and Ben and Abby it's like I guess Abby's in Christmas break or something like that. So she's going to work with Ben, which is kind of random. Um, But, you know, he's going to teach her some painting. So they go to Mr. Fenton's house and you hear him talking on the phone with his ex-wife, you Mm -hmm. know, about kind of custody things. And it's kind of, I think in part is kind of parallels, you know, like what could, obviously Mr. Fenton had some crappy situation go on and Mm -hmm. now he's in this custody battle. And it kind of shows Ben like, you know, what could happen potentially? Yeah. Yeah. You know, I kind of feel like maybe he wasn't actually on the phone, I, and I he know. was just trying to be like vulnerable so that Ben opens exactly. up to him. Yeah, yeah. Because, I think it, I think it was yeah. very fake the yeah. entire time because he just want like he needs a good segue to get him to talk. Yeah, because he was like at the he was talking about himself, and then he was like, you know, Ben, you should just come out to the reporters and like yes, stand up for yourself. Your well, I was like, what? We just went yeah. in the full. And I know last there. week we were all so suspicious of what it is that he actually does. You know, is he a spy for the police? Is he a reporter or something? <laughs> yeah. You know, we knew we there was right. something up. And, yeah, we were right. As we learn in the end of the episode that he's a reporter. Yeah. Yeah, and he's written this piece because Ben, you know, confides in him. Well, Ben asked him, actually, you know, you said you're good at looking up information mm-hmm. about people. So can you help me find out some information about the Robertsons and kind of opens up to Mr. Fenton about what he thinks happened there right, right. and what he knows happened. And well, and it's just like way too convenient that Mr. Fenton is going to offer him a job when he can't get one. Right. right. Yeah. And knowing that he'll be like around and can talk to him. And then also just like, I'm good at looking up stuff about people. Yeah. Like how many jobs or whatever it is that he could be. I was thinking he might be some sort of prosecutor or mm-hmm. something, but yeah. I don't know. It's just way too convenient. Yeah. So it all makes sense. 
Yeah. Mr. I feel like the funny thing is, I mean, he must be from a big time newspaper, I would think, because I would think you'd know who they're in a small town, you know, mm-hmm. as we've seen from all the media has kind of poisoned everyone against Ben. So we see, you know, how small of a community it is that I feel like right. you would know who kind of the reporters are in the area. So I'm, he must be out of the Some, area. Someone sent shot. him. Yeah. So maybe it's a big bigger Undercover. story or mm. something. But yeah, I and like I still don't even, I don't believe that he was on the phone at all. No. Yeah. Or are there even kids and an ex-wife? <laughs> Probably not. People. He might not even have family. More lies and more so. secrets. More lies. I know. <laughs> so many secrets and lies. <laughs> I know. Yeah, so um, Abby or Abby and Ben go back to the house, and Ben's kind of wrapped up in what is going on, and he wants to play investigator still. So mm-hmm. Christy and Abby go out and kind of have a girls' night, and um, Ben is still in- investigating stuff and goes, runs into Cornell, and he asks why she's not looking into them. Mm-hmm. You know, they've got... They were the Rollinses back in the UK, and they have a sexual misconduct that's crime that fired. happened. Yeah. yeah, that's why he was fired from his job over there and why they came here. And it's all kind of... He's connecting all these dots for mm-hmm. how they could be perfect suspects and ask her why she's not looking into it, and which she claims... But she already has. She is, mm-hmm. and she has. So, you know... The records are sealed, so we don't really know the full extent of it, but I guess they were able to narrow it down, which, again, we've talked about in the past how the show being completely from Ben's perspective mm-hmm. kind of makes it seem like Cornell does only focus on him, right? but we kind of start seeing, you know, maybe she is doing well, a lot more and looking into like, other suspects. I feel like typically you kind of hear about that sort of thing, like, oh yeah, the police came by today to talk to me or whatever, especially right. with them being friends. Yeah, and with how public and in the media everything else is about the case, you would think if she had gone to anyone else, that would have come out in exactly. some way. So I think she's, maybe she has because she clearly knew about the um, you know, Mrs. Richardson watching Tom two days earlier, so maybe that's why she looked into them and just found out soon that they weren't guilty, so I don't know. But I I don't really believe that she's kind of really looking into everyone else because I think she thinks it's him. Mm -hmm. But maybe she has looked into a few other people. I feel like since Ben is technically Tom's father, he should be more included on all the stuff she knows about the investigation. And also, where's Jess? Like, what? Yeah, Yeah, she wasn't in this episode at all. Mm -mm. I thought, to be honest, when I saw that it was called The Sister, I thought we were going to get more info about Nicole, Jess's sister, who we last episode see was having an affair with Scott. So that Mm -hmm. raises questions, even more questions there, even though apparently they were each other's alibis. So I thought we were going to see a a lot more about Nicole. Me too. Because we didn't see Jess confront her last week or anything. Yeah. So I feel like that's still not very resolved. No. Hopefully next week we'll see that. Yeah. Because that's like, that's a huge part of this story, I feel like. Mm -hmm. And it's going to be a huge part of the season. Because, like we said last week, they could be lying from each other. Yeah. Not to get off topic. Sorry. but No. I I completely agree. I feel like they could totally be lying for each other. You know? That seems pretty easy and convenient to be able to make an alibi Oh, yeah, we were together, us right. two. I guess, yeah. I guess that's uh, how hmm. it works, though. Anyway, so. <laughs> so during that conversation with Cornell, she also casually drops that the missing flashlight was a match to Ben's, mm-hmm. which he points out very, you know, common sense, sensically, I guess, <laughs> that, well, it's 
only, you know, that doesn't prove anything because a right. hundred other guys in this city could have the same flashlight. So Very true. Yeah, so on the one hand, it does definitely narrow things down and point more to Ben. Right. Yeah. But... You know, it could it could be anybody with that same flashlight. Hopefully, it's a popular one. But yeah. as, <laughs> as we've not. seen, it most likely is, not. is his. <laughs> well, we. D- I mean, he still has the flashlight. Yeah. I kind of forgot about that until just now. But it, this flashlight is going to cause trouble. Oh, yeah. oh my gosh, I wasn't here last week. But what did you guys say about him being him wrapping it and putting it under <laughs> oh, the tree? Oh gosh, we were like, "Are you kidding? I mean, hiding it in plain sight could be like, yeah." Like a sometimes thing. that's the <sighs> smartest thing in the world. You just put it like on the coffee table or something, yeah. you know. But he, I don't know. I, that, I think just with what we've seen of how they're writing the show and how everything's happening. There is no way that thing doesn't torture us later. Like someone accidentally puts it somewhere else or takes it to school. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I had to take a flashlight to school. We we had a gift, you know, to bring or something. Or I thought this was a gift for my friend. Uh, I don't know. I see that just going very badly. It's going to be bad. I keep thinking about the towel that he wrapped it in at first or wiped off some of the blood and everything. The towel, the workbench, all his clothes he was wearing. Uh, Everything was so sloppy, I feel like, you know. If you're gonna go through the effort of hiding the evidence, like burn it all, burn, burn everything, just burn it. <laughs> well, that's yeah. what I would say. I guess you can't burn the flashlight necessary, but actually, you, can. you probably can yeah. get it hot enough. Yeah. Or I don't know. Drive 20 hours and throw it in a dumpster. To, like. I would have like, like I said, I would have driven really far and then mailed it somewhere or put it in a dumpster <laughs> or get a big like bucket of but acid being, or like, something. They watch 24-7, though, if he leaves his house. So yeah, he can't go true. and just take a random, right. like, 20-hour right. drive. So he has to kind of <laughs> hide, <laughs> hide it. Hide it. Hide it. Hide it. Hide it. Oh my gosh. Alright, anyway. Back, anyway, back on top. So the, flashlight, <laughs> the flashlight, there's even more news about the flashlight, and it's most likely, you know, it's very much now connected to Ben. So we know it's gonna come up a mm-hmm. lot more later. Um, so Ben and Dave are still beefing. Yeah. Mad, you know, crazy town right now. <laughs> and because, as we saw last week, <clears throat> Ben thinks that Dave and Nat slept together right. that night, which... Or I that he really, made a move on her. I don't know. Right, yeah. Something, something, <clears throat> something questionable happened. But he's just so suspicious of everyone. Mm-hmm. And he's just, it's crazy though. Well, he has to realize, you know, the whole time I'm like, something is suspicious. Like, I get as a father, you know, with a mm-hmm. young, like, beautiful daughter, of course you're going to think that, oh, something's happening with everyone. But it's your best friend. Like, yeah. no. Right. And I, know, yeah. I mean, things were suspicious because of the glitter on his chest and on his bed. But all you have to do is ask. Right, and I feel like last week, yeah, we were really wanting that moment uh, for Dave to say that he nothing actually happened, you know, and all he does is look him in the eye. He's like, "Oh man, oh man, you got it all wrong," you know, (laughs) but doesn't actually say anything to defend himself exactly. But then we see this time, you know, Dave's. Oh, sorry. Oh my goodness, I am like. I know. Sip of water. (laughs) He. I didn't, I guess, well, he's clearly moved back in with his mom, and mm-hmm. I feel like I remember them saying there was, like, weird beef with his mom, but maybe not. But I kind of well, feel bad for him. I was so surprised that he was back there with his mom, but then he's been crashing at Ben's house, you yeah. know? I feel like, yeah, he's, like, getting on his feet or something like that, but it just, I thought he, because he had, like, no family in town. It's oh, kind of what okay. I had been I think expecting. he probably just doesn't want to live with his mom. Right, yeah. yeah that, you know? that would bring his like level of loser down a few more notches. Well, yeah. well, how many girls he brings home. I guess <laughs> you can't too. really be like, hey, mom. Yeah, yeah bring home another girl tonight. 
Yeah, so so Ben, Dave's still really pissed at Ben, you know, like saying stuff like, oh, we were friends. And I actually, yeah. I think he did a really good job this episode of doing the really serious yeah. stuff. You know, we've seen him be such a comic relief factor in the show that, that with the more serious stuff, I liked it, it was pretty yeah. believable. Yeah, it yelling. was good. <laughs> His yelling. <laughs> His yelling. A little shocking <laughs> at times, but, but it was good. I think those were, yeah, those were definitely... You know, some yeah. good good moments from. To her. be fair, though, Ben did just find out that he went to a concert with his daughter, right? And it, granted, he doesn't know the whole story right. behind it, and that he was actually there to protect her, and not that it was like the secret thing, right? But those kinds of things, I think, he needs to tell his best friend, like when it happens, right. like hey, like her boyfriend bailed, oh, and so I went to protect completely. him, and yeah. not and not and like not wait until he's confronted about it. Yeah. Like he had to have known that Ben was going to find out right. about that yeah, whole concert. Which is, is just weird. It when you think, you know, in terms of friendship and when you're adults and your friends have, yeah, they had Natalie when she was, when they were really young, you right. know, as we kind of see later in the episode, you know, it was kind maybe a mistake sort of thing, right. those words. But still, you know, even if they are semi-close in age, you're, you know, they're still friends first. So it seems so weird yeah. that you yeah. wouldn't be, yeah. you know, telling them that stuff or checking with them in the moment. Yeah. I'm glad that Ben decided to come just directly confront him about it and not oh, yeah. just kind of fester over it as we see him do with a few other things. But um, I don't know. Seeing I'm glad he got to explain himself a little bit but that still doesn't kind of forgive all of the rest of the stuff that he's done. Mm-hmm. And uh, Ben clearly still isn't happy. Yeah. He gets some sort of explanation. Right. Right. But still kind of they don't leave that that comfortably. Um, right. And so quickly back at the house, you know, Ben and Christy are talking about the pregnancy test and stuff. And they have this moment where they're like really close kind of, which is weird, you know, because they've they are finding out that their daughter might be pregnant. Obviously, Christy knew a little bit before. So Ben's still it's very raw still yeah. for Ben. Um, but they're, you know. Nat's kind of been putting it off because she maybe doesn't want to know the answer sort of thing. And they're kind of have a moment together, I think, which was, it was sweet. sweet. Yeah. Yeah. You they know? looked to be in love right. in that moment. But then it, like, got awkward after a second. But well, of course, it ended badly, like, right. when he didn't want to go to the dinner. Right. But, oh, yeah. but, like, it was a sweet moment. Right. Was, but up until that it point. It was really nice to see them actually supportive of yeah, each other being, and not butting heads like we see every mm-hmm. episode. Yeah. They are being supportive of one another. They seemed really close and, like, they're, you know, hugging. And he's like, we can do this. We'll do it. You know? So it seemed very much like they were kind of tightening back up. And I think last week also we saw that she was siding with him more, whereas the first couple episodes she was always very quick to put a, you know, jab at him or something, right. you know, or or give evidence or answer questions and stuff. Yeah. So it definitely feels like they're kind of coming more together. Mm-hmm. But I think as we kind of saw some from some of those previews for next week, it looks like things start kind of turning yeah. and raining down on Ben again. But. Yeah. Well, it, it's got to be so hard for her. You know, I, I'm a little suspicious of her myself. Mm-hmm. But yeah. it's got to be so hard. You just find out not only did your husband cheat on you with your neighbor, <sighs> but he ended up having a baby with that neighbor and then that neighbor's his son is dead now (laughs) and so he's cheated on you and he's the father of a dead child now and like it's just all of it can you imagine being in that position no way because you have to be like you have to be supportive right because he's your husband but But at the same time you are so insane yeah Yeah. like what is happening right now like that is just i don't know but, I mean, if she's a suspect, and maybe she's a crazy uh, every, one. Everyone's a suspect. Yeah. 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 I know. She's been very... 
It's just, it's a ridiculous yeah. predicament she is in. Yeah. But as if we she's see, innocent. Right, exactly. But as we see from that, you know, she then says, oh, the, you know, Vanessa invited us to a dinner party at their house, which seems a little suspicious, the timing of that. But they right. do seem like such a, like, tight-knit community, and, like, they do a lot of things with their neighbors, so maybe it's not that weird, but it did seem a little funky that they were getting that invite then. So I know when I was watching it, I thought like, oh gosh, so, you know, maybe she knows something about Ben, you know, looking at Mm. all the paperwork or maybe they're going to confront Ben and Christy about something. Like I almost thought it was going to kind of be a trap. Like come over to this dinner party and then we're going (laughs) to kill you. (laughs) You know, something, just something weird. Like maybe there weren't going to be other people there and it was Mm -hmm. just going to be then and it would be some awkward situation. But as we saw later, it ends up being a normal dinner party with other couples who were very welcoming Mm -hmm. to Ben and Christy, which I liked seeing because I think we see so much of the community has turned against them, you know, even definitely more so Ben, but even Christy's getting it too. And even their kids are. So it was kind of nice to see some other people in the community like being civil with them. And of course, Ben's got to go and ruin it. Yeah. (laughs) Which, while we're watching, so they're enjoying dinner, and Ben's, like, in this investigator zone, and the sound is getting weird, and it's blurry, and we're like, okay, is he poisoned, or is he about to pass out, or is this, like... Just showing how focused he is on everyone's little his, actions. His focus. Yeah, it was like, interesting though because they kept showing them pouring wine and like right. pouring wine. So I was like, "Is the wine drugged? Or what yeah. Like, why is that so important?" Yeah. I part just of didn't me, understand. Yeah, part of me was, was thinking, "I is he getting poisoned right now? <laughs> <Is> he drugged?" <laughs> yeah, it was yeah. an interesting little montage they had there. Yeah, yeah. Choice of shots and stuff, but yeah. it you know he was just like he's just so paranoid. focused and yeah. paranoid. Yeah, yeah, starting to go crazy, which Dave called him on before that, you know, mm-hmm. what are you doing, man? You're acting like a lunatic. And we see, you know, he excuses himself to go to the bathroom, which yeah, go to the bathroom and then runs upstairs. I'm sure these people have a bathroom on the first yeah. floor, right? But he well, said he's like upstairs to the left. Yeah. Well, maybe the they definitely have a bathroom on the, that main level. Yeah. With the way those houses are <laughs> the downstairs ones being the this plumbers is, coming tomorrow. This <laughs> is television. I know. <laughs> Anyways. But we were both like, wait, why is uh, he going upstairs? Well, he goes Why? up the stairs, and you can see that you can see him going up the stairs from the table. And he, after he says up the stairs to the left, he goes up the stairs and takes a right, exactly. like right in front of the dinner right. table. Yeah, yeah. So, so then he he goes to Mr. Richardson's office, and of course, is like. <laughs> going through everything, which we're all watching like, oh my gosh, no. oh my gosh, what's happening? I physically could not watch. No, you I, literally, I literally Sterling is over here like, I was just like, this is the it's dumbest so thing I've ever witnessed. I wasn't like scared by any means. I was no, just like, like, he oh, is an idiot. It's just like, where you're so uncomfortable yeah, for that other like, person. No, you don't want to watch it happen. Which, as we see, Mr. Richardson comes in and is like, what are <laughs> you doing? He's in the middle of the filing cabinet, rifling through his paper. Yeah. Like an idiot. Yeah, like uh. an idiot. And he's going crazy. And then he flips out on him and basically says everything that he's been suspecting while everyone is there looking on. And right. Christie's freaking out and, you know, saying... Like, you murdered my son and you used my flashlight to yeah, do it. Sorry, <laughs> I had to chuckle at that part. Because it was just... Very specific. Yeah, it was very specific, and it was like a little, like how a little kid would like yell something out. Yeah. Well, and I think it's important to note that before this whole dinner party thing that he was with Mr. 
Fenton, right. who put in his ideas, like, you mm-hmm. need to look for something in his house, like, maybe a locket of hair or whatever he said. <laughs> so he's oh, doing... they keep trophies. Yeah, they keep yeah. trophies of who their victims or whatever. Yeah. So he's doing all of this research for Mr. Fenton, but mm-hmm. he doesn't really know it yet. Right. Yeah. And it's, he's like putting, kinda, it's like yeah. putting ideas in his head yeah. and making him he's crazy. He's egging him on. And, yeah. yeah. I mean, I guess it makes sense that you know, like, what he would think would happen, like, maybe the doctor, Dr. Richardson, did something to Tom inappropriate, mm-hmm. and then Tom was saying something, so he had to, you know, right. silence yeah. him, yeah. or whatever. Yeah. But, I mean, so that story, like, does make sense. It does. And if you're, if you're so desperate for something to make sense, then I guess, like, he's Can gonna it? just, yeah. yeah. He needs to, he's not, Ben's not good about, like, Saving, filtering, hit, yeah, yeah. filtering, <laughs> taking a deep breath, approaching somebody privately, maybe you know, like at the party. Yes, you would be very upset if mm-hmm. your sixteen-year-old daughter's at a twenty-one-year-old party and all that drunk and stuff, and maybe right. pregnant, all this. But like, I'm gonna kill you to that kid. Like, if you <laughs> oh, touch her, I'm gonna her. kill kill God. you. And then at this time, like, hey, buddy, you don't completely know what happened here, so maybe take a deep breath and like think Find about it before you stuff. scream all that in front of eight people, you know, six other people who are there at dinner. Yeah, and he's going through all of their stuff in his office Mm -hmm. and, like, not even thinking he was going to get caught, but when he does, like, what are you going to say? Right. Like, you have to, you have to, yeah, I got lost in your file cabinet. I would have made something up. (laughs) Because I just think it was, you know, Chrissy said it best, these are people who have supported us the entire Mm -hmm. time, like, they need friends in this moment. I mean, it was just a dumb move. I get it, because I know he wants to know more information. Tom is his son, so of course he wants to find out the killer, and if he has this big of a suspicion, go for it. But, but not make I, you know he's so like rash in his decision making and like yeah. blurting that out. I feel like you got it. It's a lot. It is, Think yeah. about it a little it's bit more, aggressive. dude. Mm-hmm. He's angsty. Yeah, <laughs> angsty. Yes. <laughs> and then we have a pretty dramatic scene with Ben running home in the rain. Christy running home in the rain. They're like <laughs> dripping wet. That was you know so so dramatic. And they pass by Elaine and her husband, who I forget what his name is but he's always been so sour to Ben and of course and and they're always so nice to Christy and Mm -hmm. so of course that's the couple that they run by when they're having a screaming fit down the street in front of everyone they're like stay out of it stay out of the lane (laughs) yeah lane (laughs) oh yeah so (laughs) later so right after that they get home dripping wet and Vanessa knocks on the door and she tells them you know, pretty much really what happened with mm-hmm. their son, Malcolm, and that he had, you know, a rare case of hemophilia and they didn't really know how to treat it, which meant he bruised really easily. Mm-hmm. And so all the doctors, just like Ben thought, thought that they were abusing him. Mm-hmm. So he ended up going to the foster care system. So he was taken away. Like yeah. She yeah. So he was taken, like yeah. she said, goes into a foster home situation. And while, like, you know, this case and investigation is happening and the person who was in charge of that group home was beating him. Mm-hmm. And because he has hemophilia like that, you know, you can have internal bleeding and right. die from that, you know, if it's bad, pretty easily. And so he's being beaten and ends up dying, you know, I think she said two, two weeks, weeks later. Before the hearing, because they yeah, were building two, oh, a case. Yeah, two weeks before the hearing. But they were building a case to get him back and to prove that he was being abused right. in the which group is, home. Hence the picture. Yeah, which is why she child. has all that weird stuff. You know, all the evidence, I guess. But mm-hmm. which also seems so weird to be looking through that, you know. That seems weird to rifle through on an anniversary of, or his birthday, sorry, but uh, 
I, I don't so, know. To me, I wonder if that case was ever settled. Like, if they ever proved, you know, that he was being abused in that group home and that they weren't abusing the child well, or yeah, whatever. Yeah, but if he dies, I feel like they just... Because it done. seems like they just changed their name and moved. Yeah. yeah. You know, like after it happened. So I wonder but, how that But was. I don't think they, they didn't move because of that. They moved because of yeah. the sexual misconduct firing, which Ben asked her about. He's mm-hmm. like, I know about this. What does it have to do? Like, this is my son, whatever. And she's like, trust me, it that has nothing to do with Tom's murder. Right. And it does not have anything to do with Tom's murder. But it does have to do with our song. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. So, which we learn that they, apparently, when they were doing all these blood tests about the hemophilia to try and prove, you know, that he had, their son had this condition, they figure out that they have some matching DNA. Who told it? Was this Mr. Fenton? Mr. Fenton. Mr. Mr. Fenton, Fenton. yeah. So while they're doing those tests, so Mr. Mr. Fenton had done more research, and, you know, he and Ben are talking about that, and learns that they shared DNA, and because They have the same mother. Yeah, because that condition is hereditary. The husband and the wife have the same mother. Yes, Mr. (laughs) and Mrs. Richardson are siblings. Half brother and sister. Mrs. Richardson. (laughs) Yeah, they didn't have to change their names. Oh, no, if it was the mom, (laughs) yeah, had different names. Dang it, our joke didn't work. (laughs) I'm very interested to know how they didn't know that before. Well, Well, they're saying that they didn't know before, but did they or didn't they? Who knows? It could get even creepier, and they could have known. Yeah. I I feel like this their story is going to be done tonight, but maybe it was like a long distance thing. Maybe it was, uh, I don't know. Who knows? I don't know. I could see that more of that storyline going on for sure. Getting more into that, yeah, because we see Mr. Yeah, Mr. Fenton has written a story, and we get that big reveal that he is in fact a reporter, Mm -hmm. and he's going to come out with that story. And Ben's urging him not to, and he says, "Well." Give me something. He wants the better exclusive. Than. Yeah, he right. wants the exclusive from Ben because Ben hasn't told his side of the story, hasn't spoken up really, and Ben, you know, he's like, "There's no story. I'm, that, yeah. I'm innocent." He's like, "There's all yeah." Story. All, so I feel like, do you guys think that he's gonna end up doing something with Mr. Fenton, like he's, doing some sort of story? I think Mr. Fenton is there for a reason. Yeah. So I think probably, maybe not in this exact instance, but I think that's something. He's he'll end up doing something yeah, with him. I think so. Yeah, well at the end he goes to the Richardson's house and he can't he they're not there and he's like mm-hmm. trying to warn them about the yeah. story. So like I it de- I guess it just depends on what happens with, with them. them. Yeah. Well they, well, they just said, picked up and well, left cuz he, he No, it was all they completely left. They're not coming back. Well that's what Detective Cornell yeah, said. Yeah, so left. he sees oh, oh, Cornell yeah. and yeah, she she says that they left town, and she apparently got statements from people from the party because she's like, well, and you... Right, and they, I'm a little curious why thing. you said, with my flashlight, mm-hmm. you know? So she's definitely all-seeing, all-hearing, pretty much, when it comes to anything related to Ben in this case. Oh, in her creepy <laughs> yeah. detective way. Yeah, so... We oh, also that see is such an interesting little storyline oh, they had there. Right. I'm like kind of overwhelmed. Yeah, right it's now. very weird, very weird. But maybe we'll see more, or maybe they're they're gone for good. But we also see Nat come downstairs that day and drop the pregnancy test on the you know where they're all having breakfast and stuff, and it's negative. Right. So thank the law. Yeah, thank goodness. Especially because she was super drunk at that party last week too, which would yeah. not have gone over well if you're having a baby. Yeah. <laughs> Right, for that exactly. Baby. But she yeah. she exonerates Dave and says he had yeah, said he had he nothing to nothing. do with it. She's like he's like her uncle. Ew, gross. You know, and I I totally believe her. You know, yeah, I don't that think, would just be weird. Yeah, 
not that you know other weird things aren't happening in this show, but that's just a lot of weirdness. Yeah, to be yeah. Happening. And I, I like that moment because Ben was really you know fatherly. There has this little monologue, kind of you know what I'm going to do whatever I can to protect you, even if it's from yourself. You name it, which and she kind of goes. Okay. Yeah. After that, which and what I really liked about that moment is that he was defending and supporting Christy yes. too, because Nat was kind of attacking her. Right. Right. Which you know happens to moms a lot, yes, unfortunately. Yeah, but I like that moment. You know, yeah. he she finally like loses the attitude a little bit, and I mm-hmm. think sees that they're looking out for her, and you know, for what's good for her, and that yeah, she right. shouldn't be so secretive and. I still think Life. she's she knows more, and something was happening. Yeah. Well, and obviously Abby knows a lot too because she made that comment about like I don't have sex and I don't go drink beer in the woods. Yes, which I oh, think yeah. they slipped I in about there. That. I think they slipped in there, but I think that means something. There's yeah. more is going to happen. Something was going on with that the drinking in the woods. And, yeah, something yeah. bad happened, and so we kind of end with. Cornell and Ben talking, and she asks him if he called Jess the night that Tom died. And he says no, and they check his phone records. She didn't, or he didn't call Jess. But then she goes, oh, well, this girl Sarah Jenkins' number is really similar to Jess's, and look what we found on her voicemail. And it's a super drunk message from Ben basically saying, no matter what happened, I'm I'm sorry, essentially. I don't know what's yeah. going to happen tomorrow. Oh, yeah. I, w- I don't know what's going to happen tomorrow, but I'm sorry. Which well, we think it's because of he just told Christy. So I feel like now we for sure know he had just told Christy. I think so. Yeah, about the affair and everything. I think so, so too. I think that's it's definitely, definitely what very it had suspicious. To be about. Yeah, and he, but was, he was out like trying to blow off steam from this huge fight with Christy right. that he revealed that he was having an affair with a neighbor. Yeah. And I think that makes sense to like call and be like, I don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. Like, I, know. I don't know what Christy's going to do. Right. I mean, unless uh, unless it's because he killed Tom. Yeah. (laughs) What's right out in front of our faces if he's sorry he killed Tom. Yeah. (laughs) But I feel like he wouldn't, that like, he killed Tom and then, oh, let me call Jess to apologize. Like, I feel like that wouldn't be the the situation. Yeah. All right. Anything else? I feel like we got through all the nitty-gritty. Any other nuggets that we missed? There's a lot going on. Definitely threw us in a lot of different directions, I think. So So much happening. Yeah. Yeah. So, so what, what about like, next week? Yeah, what about some predictions yeah. for next week? And now, you're after Buzz. I need to, I need to uh, think for a moment. Yeah. yeah. Well, I... We all love reading everyone's comments, and thank oh, yeah. you all for yes. commenting and watching. Um, this kind of goes along with my prediction. That's why I want to read it. It's from DBZ King 2 and he says, I'm calling it right now. Ben's daughter, Abby, killed Tom. <laughs> Maybe I've just seen too many horror movies, but something about that little girl just doesn't seem right to me. She's too innocent. Well, DBZ King 2 I agree with you. You think it was Uh-oh. Abby? No, I no, don't. I- okay. <laughs> I don't think that Abby necessarily killed Tom, right. but something is... I feel her. like it was a very tragic accident. Yeah. Like some sort of accident happened and he died. And but and and everybody yeah. so many people are involved or know right. what happened. Well, that's what I have a question about because um they said it was premeditated. Like they right. seemed like they determined it was premeditated like that's known. Well, because but we I feel like it's taken. an accident. Well, someone had to like we can't forget that it was in the middle of the night. And, right. You know, just like Detective, Detective Cornell said, yeah. a little boy didn't just get up in the middle of the night and leave his house. Like something, I mean, she put him just put him to bed that night. So I mean, how much of an accident could it really be? Yeah. 
I kind of thought true. the same thing last yeah. week, but yeah. that it doesn't make sense because I mean she would have known she would have heard something like right. that yeah. young of a child isn't going to get up in the middle of no. the night and go off but, with a stranger. Yeah, something is just off with Abby. I don't know what yeah. it is. I don't think she killed Tom necessarily, but I don't know. Also, thinking about the yellow house thing, um, I think oh, yeah. it's I we I forget the Maddie? name, but the um, Maddie, the yes, boy, the boy with special, special needs. needs. Yes. yes, I think it's his so, brother. I yeah. came home and he's the one yes. in the attic. Maybe he's the one. Yeah, yeah, he's the exactly. one in the attic. He was partying with them in the woods, drinking beer. And he I totally Tom. think they know Maybe. what's going on. Yeah. All right. I don't know. Did you? I'm have suspicious any? of Nat, but I think everyone is. Yeah, yeah, everyone is definitely. I think Ben's going to do something, escalate his craziness of Mister Investigator time, and mess things up even more because we see everybody yeah. start turning on him in those sneak peeks of next week. So, mm. and the flashlights in the garage, oh, and the creepy yeah. flashlights. What? And there's, like, and there's blood leading up to it. So yeah. hopefully that shows um, Detective Cornell that someone's like framing him or whatever. Right. Yeah, hopefully this will all come to light. Maybe he does he reveal he has the flashlight? Probably not, but no. Oh, I don't, I don't know. know. When's Christmas? Who's going to open yeah, the flashlight? Like when? I that's what I want to know too. What date is it exactly? Cuz <laughs> yeah. Christmas Day, we've got stuff is going down stuff with that flashlight down. getting unwrapped. So Anyway, I think I think that wraps it up for yes. this week. Again, yeah. lots of mysteries, lots of secrets, lots of lies, <laughs> keeping us on our toes, and we cannot wait to watch episodes five next week. Thank you all so much for tuning in. Be sure to check back next week and subscribe. Check us all out on Twitter. You name it. I'm Lauren Salon. You can find me on Twitter at Lauren Salon. That's S-A-L-A-U-N. And ladies. I'm April Wissenhant. Y'all can find me on Twitter and Instagram at April Wissenhant. And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Sterling Cates. All right. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. Thank you. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.